Welcome. You are about to enter the Wooniverse. In five, four, three, two, one. Transport complete. Come inside a mystical, magical portal between worlds. How can I connect at source with divinity as me recognizing that I am divinity? Where playful curiosity leads the way and beyond. Anytime you bring awareness to your central meridian, you are the center of the universe. You won't believe the ahas that come up in every single conversation. You get to know that the desire inside your heart is inevitable. I can't wait to explore this enchanting space with you. That's the point of a numerology blueprint is to study and go, what's going to fulfill you in this lifetime? And we all have it. Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast coming to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine. Hi there, and welcome to Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast brought to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine. I'm your host, Colette Baron-Reed. Joining us today is actually one of my favorite people. She's world-renowned master numerologist, Glynis McCants. For over 27 years, Glynis has been studying and creating and teaching her own unique method based on the Pythagoras number system, which is more than 2,500 years old. Glynis is the author of two best-selling books, and by the way, they they still continue to be bestsellers. Glynis has your number and love by the numbers, which I swear by, and which, by the way, was inspired by Glynis's own experience in picking out her husband by the numbers. And we're going to touch on this later. You may have seen her gorgeous face on TV as she is a regular on programs like The Today Show, The Talk, Nightline, The View, and Entertainment Tonight, just to name a few. And it's because of Glynis that I actually got on a few television shows in the United States, so I owe her a big one. Anyway, according to Glynis, numbers are in everyone and everything. She's convinced that her mission is to simplify what numerology is while showing everyone how they can use the numbers to change their lives for the better. Welcome to the Wooniverse, Glynis. Hello, hello. Great to be here. Awesome, awesome. So we love a good backstory here in the Wooniverse, so we're going to start at the beginning with wee little Glynny. What was your childhood? like? And were you always interested in life's mysteries and the deeper meaning behind everything? Well, I was raised in a family of 13. I've got five sisters, five brothers. So it was a very big family, but I was incredibly close to my mother. And my mother is very naturally psychic. I mean, she's the kind of person, like example, if you want to take her sailing, she doesn't want to go, the ocean goes flat. You can't sail. She's she's one of those people. I mean, it's just the truth. Now, she never used it for anything. Like, this was just her truth. But what I remember being raised Catholic and loving our faith, but mom and I would also be in the closet doing the Ouija board. Like, we do stuff like that. So, so in that way, I was tapped into, like, about astrology and stuff like that. But the other thing I've thought about, Colette, because let's be honest, I am not just the numbers lady. I really see numbers 24-7. It is not yep. an option for me. It is just my truth. Well, when I was a little girl, around five years old, maybe five or six, and I was learning the ABCs, I remember being asleep and waking up and watching A, B, C come through my door like, like a ghost. It was white. And it really frightened me. Wow. I, I saw the ABCs, but then all of a sudden, it also turned into one, two, three. 
Well, that is numerology. So I remember running up the stairs, my parents screaming and crying, going, oh my God, the ABCs are chasing me. The ABCs are chasing me. <laughs> my parents are like, what are you talking about? But I honestly believe now that was a foreshadowing because yeah. that's what I do. You know, in numerology, we deal in the size of numbers. Of course, it's 2,500 years old, but each letter has a number. So A is one, B is two, C is three. And I wouldn't have known that as a child, but since it's so completely my life, since I was in my 20s, you know, when I first picked up a book on numerology, I actually met a psychic. She was a psychic. That's what they said, but she was actually a numerologist. Uh And that was my turning point because my heart was broken Colette by my first love. And when I met this woman, she explained, Mm -hmm. no, 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 he's toxic to you. He's not right for you. And I'm like, what? I didn't know anything. She's like, no, no, his mother and sister are naturally matched to you. That's why when you walk in the home, you give him all that credit, but it's not him, it's them. And to this day, Colette, I'm friends with them. I'm friends with the mom and sister, and I could care less about him, as you can imagine but it's energy. It's all vibration. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You know, because I know you and I also know that I sometimes I wonder if you're a reincarnation of Pythagoras. Pythagoras <laughs> <laughs> back in town. I'm not kidding. But yeah. you're also incredibly intuitive with it because I've worked with you and I've seen you. I've been with you on TV yes. where you literally look into the air yes. and it's it's like you see all the threads of how the numbers come together. So there's a science to it, but there's consciousness to it. And you're able to tell the story, which is a really incredible, unique gift because I don't see a lot of other numerologists able to do that. So um, let's talk about is numerology a scientific or spiritual or is it both? Is it a spiritual and, you know, scientific science, right? Like, is it both? And tell us why. Here's what I have decided about it. First of all, it is a science of numbers for sure, because when I picked up that book, I never finished reading a book on numerology, not once. I ended up writing books without finishing reading them because (laughs) I learned the basic numbers one through nine. So one in numerology Mm -hmm. is considered the beginning. Nine is the number of completion. When I read those basic definitions, Colette, I found I could read anybody from that, like within two weeks of just learning those basics. But what my gift turned out to be and what makes me unique in what I do, I'm an interpreter Mm -hmm. of numbers. And that is my gift. Anyone can look at those numbers. Like I have people say, Glennis, I bought your book and I read people at this party and I blew them away. Well, that proves that there's a science to this, right? They're looking at energy. They read it. They don't know anything about it, yet they're accurate. But then mine goes to a whole new level. And it's because when I see numbers, my third eye is wide open. It sure is. And as I would say, you can run, but you can't hide. I really see (laughs) who you are. So that is the difference. But yes, I'd say science of numbers, but the gift of interpretation is key. You actually did a reading for me literally years ago. I think it was, gosh, it must've been 17 years ago. You probably don't remember this, but it was the first time I met you at a Hay House event. And uh, there you were sitting and you, you actually did a reading around a relationship that I had with a girlfriend at the time. You were going on, well, you know, that's a toxic match to you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, she can't 
can't be right. But after that, I was such a believer because literally every single thing that you said that I was unwilling to see, because that's the other thing, right? You know, we can have attachments to toxic people was the thousand percent accurate. You didn't even know this person. I just gave you their birth date and you were like, boom, 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 boom. And here's why you about you is boom, 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 boom. So what I found looking back on that is it's such an incredibly healing thing that you can do. And also that you teach people to do, but also there's a freedom and a liberation that it gives people on a spiritual level as well, because you realize I don't have a lesson to learn here. You know, that there's, I have a choice. So I think a lot of what you do also is gives people choices. So there are several types of numerology out there, and you've said that your system is based on Pythagoras. Do you know any of the main differences between the systems like Chaldean or do you just don't care? Well, (laughs) of course, you can imagine that I checked everything out, right? Right. I mean, it's just like astrology. Astrology was kind of something I was loving at like 17, 18 years old. But what I would find, I'd be reading, let's say, a book and I'd read a page of like, oh, that's me. And I'd realize I was on the wrong page or it was the wrong sign. (laughs) I'm like, oops. So here was my turning point. Yes, I looked at the other types of numerology. It is not as accurate for me. You know, again, Mm -hmm. interpretation. The reason my first book was called Glennis Has Your Number, it's because Glennis has your number. And it really was, right? right? Because I remember- Great. And it was my favorite title. Glennis says, yeah, it's a great title. I remember reading people and this one kid said to me, he's like, Glennis, why is it when you read that book, it's not as accurate as what you say? Like, because I kept thinking I needed to train, right? It's natural for us to think that I need to study this. But for me, it was actually, I was seeing numerology patterns that were not in the book. Mm-hmm. And I just, I got right. it. So when I would read someone, just verbally read them, it was accurate. If I grabbed a book, it'd be hit and miss. And that's, I'm telling you, that's what happens to me all the time, Colette. I will come across any numerology and it's just a little off. You know, it's like, I'll read it. Go, Interesting. Yeah, that's true, true, true. And then I go, not true at all. And that is what I mean about it being, I would say to you, my level is God given because you know, I have tremendous faith. I always have. Oh yeah. I never, mm-hmm. when people are like, oh my God, you're amazing. I said, well, thank you. But really God given, you know, cause I know the difference. I know that just like you, when I watch you read and by the way, yes, I will toot your horn for a minute. Listen, when you and I do stuff together and you just light up with your cards and your interpretation is so accurate that I get chills. It's that same thing. So I say the truth, it's right there. Mm -hmm. And we all have different tools to get there. Mine is numbers. Yours is that psychic thing. And when you, I mean, I, I get chills when I go to your website. I know I just, we're definitely the dynamic duo. I, I mean, we're dangerous. <laughs> but if I go and I'm like, I just need an answer and I flip your deck, it's always what I needed to hear. And I know that again, is that spiritual thing within you, Colette. And that the other thing about it is getting your, there's no ego there. The ego's gone right? Because we say ego's edging God out. So to me, when I read, not only do I know it's accurate, it's coming through me. It's just a clear channel. It's interesting that you brought up the ego because it is, it's either when your identity becomes wrapped up in the power of doing it, then you edge God out. But we can ease God's order by being in service to it, by being in service to the highest good and the most benevolent outcome. Yes. 
Okay, I want to ask you a question because so many people see this. When I met my husband, it turned out both of us were constantly seeing 1111. Right. So what's your take on that for a lot of listeners who don't know what that is? Okay, so when you see 1111 on the clock or wherever you might see it, it literally means the universe is wide open to whatever it is that's going on with you, like whatever it is you want. So when I see 1111, I tell people, hey, spend that minute asking for what you want. You know, if it's health stuff, say, hey, that my health gets better that I start to feel good. Mm -hmm. Or if you're lonely, that I meet a great relationship. This next one's the real deal, that this is a loving person. You spend that minute. And if you look at 1111, if you really study it, it does look like doorways. Doesn't it? So the doorway of opportunity, right? So I say, well, what doorway are you going through? And is there more than one? And I'm going to give you a great example. Jennifer Lawrence, the actress, she brought up 1111. And you know, I've been talking about 1111 since the year 2000, 22 years ago on Coast to Coast Radio, where she had said something about, hey, you know, I heard on radio something about 1111 and I decided to start using it. Well, what was cute about that? She was literally talking about what she wanted (laughs) and it was the year she won that Oscar. And I thought to myself, oh Oh my God, was she asking for that? Right, right. Did she say to the universe, hey, I welcome the Oscar because she ended up winning it. So yes, I see it as magic. If you feel like you're hurting, like I have one great example. This guy's heart was broken. His girlfriend dumped him. I said, just spend 11-11 talking about repairing the relationship and having her come back to you, but do not bother her. Do not call her. Do not text her. Leave her alone. He did it every day. And after six months, she did call him back and say, you know what? I love you. I miss you. I want to try again. So that's what I say about 11-11. It's magic. So let me ask you about this. This is interesting because I agree with this, but the way you're describing it is the prescription that you look at 1111, because I I was talking about it becoming randomly. So you look at the numbers 1111 and meditate on those things and claim that. So it's like, I'm stepping to the poor. That's very interesting because of course I wanted a great marriage and for 20 years I've got one and I'm an 11 and he's an 11. So we're a constant 1111. And look what you've done. (laughs) My husband and I. Look what you've done together. And we have together. Yes. Together. It's been amazing. Team. And as a team, you are healing together. You see that 1111 means, I mean, you literally call it. I know you, you constantly are thinking, okay, how do I kick this up a notch? How do I help more people? How can I touch more lives? And then you've got a wonderful partner Mm -hmm. who's helping you do it. That you are exactly right to say 1111. It's exactly right. 1111. Yep. So let's talk about names. First, let's talk about what a numerology blueprint. Let's go there first, and then let's talk about names and addresses and stuff, because you helped me immensely on my numbers that we were looking for specific numbers because you told me to. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they worked. So uh, let's talk about what what's a numerology blueprint, for example, and it, does everyone have one? We all have a numerology blueprint. There are three numbers that we take from a name, And in this case, we use the Pythagorean number system. And then you have three numbers from your birth date. Now, those birth date numbers are sacred because you can't change them. You can always change your name. You cannot touch those birth numbers. So the day we're born is one of them. The full date of birth reduced to one digit is one of them. The month and day reduced to one digit is another. And then the name, it has the soul number. So it's saying, well, what fulfills your soul? It has the personality number. So how do people see a little bit of your personality? And then the power name number. What did you get from that name? That's that's the power name number. So it's called a blueprint. And what I do, especially in relationships and business, 
I do numerology chart comparisons to see, are you good together? And more importantly, let's say you're already married and the marriage is in trouble, but you've got kids and you want to stay together. I can help you see the positives and negatives to heal it so that you don't fall into the same problem again and again. What I teach Colette is people are not trying to be one way. They really are that way. Right. They just are. are. It's it's not personal, but if they're toxic or a challenge to you, it's going to feel personal. You're going to feel maybe attacked by them and it's not their intention. So that's the point of a numerology blueprint is to study and go, what's going to fulfill you in this lifetime? And we all have it. And it's so accurate. It is absolutely accurate and quite astounding. And the fact that literally every single person has it. And I know that when I actually changed my name and I took, I left my first husband and then did the whole numerology thing and realized adding Reed, which is my first husband's last name, would actually put me in a better position to help others and to grow a bigger life. Literally, I got a record deal like right after I changed my name to his name. And I called him up. It was so funny. I said, hey, do you mind? I know we got a divorce, but can I take your name? Is that okay? So he's like, you're a nut bar. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Right. So, and uh, I love my name, right? And it changed everything. So you can change the resonance of what you are attracting right. and magnetizing to you through the law of frequency with a name change or a choice of name. So that's why you know, when you go to numerology for a business name, for example, it can either make or break your business, right. right? It could be like, oh, this name is toxic to you, or this name is in alignment with what you want to do. I mean, it's what you do is fascinating. So um, for any of our listeners who are taking notes, where would you suggest they start with this? Well, there's this book called Glennis Has Your Number. And that's exactly <laughs> how they should start with this. And I, I'm dead serious. Do you know, even the people who have jumped into the field, because like you and I both know, if I've done it 22 years on air, radio and TV, you can bet there's a ton of people yeah. who've used my book. Like, it's funny. I'll look at someone who's quote unquote a numerologist. And then I look through my database and there they are, you know, from 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason I suggest Glennis Has Your Number is I designed it to keep it simple. Remember, that was my thing. Yeah. You can make numerology very complicated, but how's that going to help people? We got to find ways to simplify. So I teach you yeah. how to find that numerology blueprint. I teach you what is good for you in business. And that, I want to jump to business for a moment to say, if the name of your business is a challenge to you in numerology, you're going to struggle. So I help you find right. what's compatible, what's a natural match. And even a book title, Colette, if you pick a name that's compatible yeah. to you, it speeds up your success. Like that title, Glennis says your number is obviously a natural match to me. That was intentional. Love by the numbers was another one. So I recommend those books. And if you are looking for love, you want love by the numbers because love by the numbers. Yeah. yeah. It just helps you know, why would you want to waste your time? Like I say, if you're single, get it right from the start. If you're married and you're trying to fix it, I'll give you tools to fix it. But if you still can't, This is how it works. If you have one or two challenge numbers, you can agree to disagree, right? So one or two challenges out of six. If you have three challenge numbers, you're going to work hard on that. But if you have four or more, you have to be honest. You have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Right. Because there's nothing worse than being in a toxic relationship where you lose your life. You're only focused on that. Oh, he said this to me. Oh my gosh, you got mad last night. That's not living. You need a partner who basically Mm -hmm. cheerleads you. You know, there's no such thing as perfect, but you need someone who cheers you on and wants you to succeed and you want the same for them. And that's all in the numbers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are my recommendations for learning numerology. What is it? How does it work? 
One of the things that you do, which you use numerology to explain certain things in the media, which I found always very fascinating. So, you know, you're saying, well, this is why these two people are at each other and here are their numbers. And, you know, I'm not really a big gossip person, but that said, it quite frankly, it was quite fascinating because you could actually take numerology and bring it over and show everybody why these things were happening because the numbers said so. And so I came to find that very interesting because obviously people in the media are people that are now available to us. So we can actually learn by seeing that and saying, okay, so this is why this happened. We don't want that to happen. So you have to avoid these things. Is there anybody out of the blue that you want to talk about? Yes, I'm going to tell you, I talk about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because I said they were going to win an election when everyone else was like, not sure. Nobody knew what was going to happen. But in the numbers, it was obvious. And I'm going to tell you why. Keeping it very simple. Sure. It was 2020, right? That's the year. Joe Biden was born November 20th. So that means he's born on the 20th. Kamala was born October 20th. That means the day they were born is how they appear. So together, they look like 2020. Just like you and your husband look like 1111. (laughs) And I thought to myself, wait a second. As a team, they look like 2020. And then the inauguration was January 20th. I said, oh my gosh, they're going to win. Like it was so obvious to me. And so because um, the election before that, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Trump won the Electoral College. But I could see in the numbers, these two were going to go the distance. And they took 7 million more votes in that popular vote. Wow. But I could see it. So that is my gift. You know, this that's what I meant about interpretation. Uh-huh. You can look at numbers, but they come to life for me. And I saw it and it happened. So uh, here's another example. Jennifer Lopez and Ben, right? Here's what I would tell you. Years ago when they first, and I, now you realize it was 20 years ago, but when they first got together, I said one week before they were going to walk down the aisle, I said, they're not going to make it. It's not going to happen. Well, it didn't. And so here they came full circle. Why? Because they were soulmates. And what's a soulmate? How does that work? If you have three numbers out of six with somebody, it means good or bad. When it's over, it's never really over. Well, they share the numbers. Right. Two, two, six. Two is affection. I mean, these two definitely have chemistry. Six represents family. What I would tell you about Ben, the reason he's always someone I'm concerned about, he has a five attitude. The five is a challenge to his oh. six, right, Colette? So it's got those right. I knew gambles. That, yeah. You know, when he when he does drink, I guess he's not drinking now, but when he does, it goes too far. And right now I know that he yeah. does smoke. He's a smoker, which is common, right? Uh, people do 12-step that were drinkers often and take up smoking or whatever just to do something. Mm-hmm. But what I'm getting at, she's a health food freak, right? This woman is obsessed with her health. She does not drink. She doesn't do anything. So that's going to be a compromise right there in the relationship. But I knew this time around, it was all personal year cycle. The day they did it, completely different. And that's how come this time they said, I do. It's going to work. Well, wow. is it going to work becomes the question still. Because remember, if Ben can work on that part of him, the love is real. Like if someone says, Glynis, are they good together? I said, yeah, because they really do love each other. And I'm happy for that. But I will say, and this is in both books, Colette, the minute you do drugs, alcohol, drugs, I don't care how good the numbers are on paper, it'll mess it up. It can hurt the relationship. Sure. Yeah. Interesting that you said about the five added. Is he a two? No, he's a six life path. He's a six life path. Okay. His name numbers are 292. And she's got that also. She's a two. 
She's a two. She's a two. Right. 10, a two and a six is good. Right. Yeah. But that five, so we're two. So, so when Mark and I are in a hotel room and they, and I always tell them, do not give us a floor that adds up to five. And I do not want the room to add up to five. And sometimes if that's all we have, I will take a one and tape it to the back of the door to make it a six. It's true. Because I know. And then that makes the floor, the fifth floor and the six is like into an 11 and that, but I know absolutely. And I, and they look at me and said, I don't care. It's numerology. So give me a piece of paper and, and, and I'm, I'm tacking it to the door because so, it's so true. Cause I'm a two and that doesn't work for Every me. Every time I've compromised on a hotel room that was a challenge to me, it went wrong. Every time. Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh. Every time. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give you an example of a five room sure. hotel room. I literally walked in and I am not exaggerating next to the couch. There was like this little dried, perhaps they tried to get rid of it, but it was a stain of blood. It was a circle. Of, and I'm like, oh, you've just got to be kidding. You think I'm a <laughs> hotel? Well, you know, I don't know if that's blood. It was completely blood. I am sure of it. So oh that's what's funny. It's like, you may try to fight the numbers sometimes, right? I'll give you another example. I tell people technically, Try not to fly on an eight day because if you fly on an eight day, there's always a little bit of drama. Something's unexpected. Just pay attention, especially double eight, meaning if your flight number adds up to the number eight, I know, right? If the flight number adds up to I'm going to have to look now because I'm going away. Where are you going? <laughs> uh, hang on one sec. Oh my gosh, you're scaring yeah. me. Hang on one second. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Let's see. Okay, so I am going on to, on Wednesday, on eight. I'm flying on Wednesday the 26th. Okay, but what's your flight number? That's that's the key. It's the double oh. eight. Do you know? Get a flight number. That uh, I'd be real surprised. No, I'll find out later. So, so let me put it to this one. I mean this, Colette. If it's an eight day, but your flight number is also an eight, you might want to regroup and pick a different thing. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Every time. I mean, I have... I could go into the history of what's happened in the country. Like if a, a plane blew up in the sky when in New York City when they didn't know what it was and someone said it was just a missile, it was an accident, blah, blah, blah. It's flight eight and breaks down to the number eight that day. It's a nine. So, My flight is yay, a nine. So you're good. See? And because remember, <laughs> as a two, the eight happens to be a natural match too. But I, even if it's a natural match, you don't want a flight eight and an eight day. But I'm going to give you examples. One gal wrote me, she's like, Linus, you know, it was an eight day. It was a flight number eight. And I thought, I don't care. I got to get home. She said she gets on the plane and I'm not exaggerating. She looks and all of a sudden she sees that the plane, it's on fire. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not kidding. Like there was just a little bit of a fire. And (laughs) of course they had to say, get off the plane. And she's like, Linus, you suck. I said, don't put it on me. I said, I'm just gently reminding you. And then my sister, Monica Colette, she lives in New Zealand. Yeah. She took an eight, eight yeah. day. They lost her luggage. We never got it back. And I'm talking touch. Oh, and money in there, jewelry in there. It didn't matter. So that's all I'm saying. It's like, if there's things and patterns you know, why not proceed with caution, right? Keep it simple. Exactly. Make it easier. My second flight is a six. Yay. I just looked, my Yay. second flight is a six. So, you're good. so I'm good. I'm good. Yes. Oh my, I would have changed it too. I absolutely would have. We have to take a little break now. More with numerologist Glennis McCants when we return. Welcome back. Okay, Glennis, my next question is, so let's talk about some predictions because I, you're very, very good at this. Uh, I'll always write notes and see, what did Glennis say about this year upcoming? So let's talk about, we're at the end of 2022. 
Ah, ready for a new year. Tell us a little bit about 2023. Let me tell you, first of all, you keep it simple, break it down. Two plus zero plus two plus three. That's a seven. That means it's the year Mm -hmm. of the environment. Mother Nature is going to speak so loud, you cannot ignore her. And I will say what I'm grateful for right now is this uh, administration did get some money, right? And I think it was actually bipartisan support in a particular bill, but I think it's $396 billion for the climate. And guess what? Couldn't come any faster because we have a problem. So what you're going to see throughout the year of seven environmental stuff like the the weather will be extreme if it's hot it's super hot if it's cold it's ice cold and because that's true we're gonna have to focus on it so i see us focusing more on this environment how do we fix it Mm -hmm. the clean water the clean air it's gonna be a priority and what i always suggest to people as we're in this energy of seven gives you permission to step back you know if you're a big communicator you don't have Mm -hmm. to do that you know, you don't have to prove yourself. Don't join in. You know, if someone wants to debate you, take a deep breath and walk away. You don't have to save the day. The seven gives us permission to work on the spiritual side of who we are. You know, who am I? What am I? Why am I here? You get answers like that in the cycle of seven. So I love all that. Right. Uh, in the world of like leaders, anyone with the God complex, and that, of course, brings me to Putin, who's got double seven. They lose. You you cannot play God on a planet where we all have to work together. We ultimately are going to get there. Like that's right. what I like about two energy. Want to think of what we've been through. The two means if we work together, we will succeed. But if we fight each other, we all lose. And I think that becomes incredibly clear throughout this year of seven. Right. So when you said the word two, is that because it's the 2000s or 23? Like when we went into the year 2000. Millennium. Yes, yes, yes. I get it. Yeah. As soon as we hit those. Right. So the year 2000 was a baby, right? It was born. And by the way, what it means, I love this part about it. Because remember, the 1900s was a one. One was independent. It's about me, blah, blah, blah. And you could even say it was a masculine thing, but maybe toxic masculinity to say, do what I say. uh You know, I'll tell you how it is. Right. The two is not like that. The two says we were peacemaker, mediator. We don't want conflict. And the man who wins in the cycle of two is the gentleman. The gentleman. Mm -hmm. So think of uh, 2023 as being a 23-year-old, right? This energy is continuing to grow. Uh And as we continue to grow, it gets better. Let's actually look backwards a little bit and then let's move up to 2024. So, uh, because I love people to understand that every year has a very specific energy uh, energy that impacts the collective, right? So let's go back to the beginning of the pandemic, yeah, 2020. Okay, so so let me tell you, this is this is the absolute truth. 2020 means seeing things as they are, not as you want them to be. So it was an eye right. opener. When that pandemic hit, you could deny it. You could say, "Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's no big deal." Well, it was, and it was in our face, and over a million people yep. died. I mean, that that's just a fact. But what it was is paying attention. Like example, when you have a crisis in your life. If you try to ignore the crisis, it gets worse. And we saw that right. in 2020. We saw, it, at least in the United States, we saw a president say, yeah, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't want to. 
Well, great. <laughs> By doing that, millions of people got sick. And interesting, like in my life, we lost my mother-in-law. Sure. I mean, Charlie's mother yeah. was like one of my very best friends. I can't tell you how much I love that woman. But she got hurt. She hurt her hip. It wasn't broken, but it was hurt. In the hospital, a staff person infected her and she died. And that oh, was in 2020. Boy. So that's the four energy. Would you say that's a four energy? Two well, it's four means the lessons attached, right? The four means yes, the lessons attached attention. to the four. What are you learning from this? What can you do differently? But it also promotes the fight. Right. You know, the dukes are up. This is what I think. And what I say goes, again, that's exhausting, right? But, right. but the bigger message was, what can you do about it? Like each one of us, we're all so different, mm -hmm. right? But there was a shutdown. There was a shutdown. And I believe when we talk about like, it's, it's global when we talk about inflation, you know, and then they talk about a possible recession. It doesn't matter. You can't shut all of us down and not pay a price. Right. right? We were going to pay a sure. price and that was going to be a part of it. But again, when people ask me, cause they, you know, they get so frightened. That's there's so much fear out there. I tell people, stop fear. it. Yep. Focus on you. What can you do to be happy? Right. What can you do with your own family? Is there a book you want to write? Is there a company you want to start? Get back to your life. Stop. Don't let mm -hmm. the universe and what we hear the chatter. I will say Colette, this to me is one of the worst things that happened. I know we talk about social media, blessing and a curse. The curse is when you go on, it wants to know who you are. Those algorithms want to follow you and put you down a rabbit hole. But the minute you go there, then you have an issue with someone who's not in the same rabbit hole. So I invite people right. to stop doing that, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I mean, stop doing it. Yeah, That's if right. I go check my email and all of a sudden there's a headline and it's something they know I want to read, I won't do it anymore. I look straight ahead. It's like, no, yeah. this is my life. You're not going to take look my life straight ahead. Yes. And 2023, by the way, invites us to stop it, to realize that's not working. I love that. The blessing is that we love each other, right? You can see people on Facebook, but I always call it fake book because come on, <laughs> it's fake book. People show their best I life. just phone people. Yeah, they're not going to tell you everything yeah. that's up. So I, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But I do want people to understand, especially your audience, I find people drawn to you, Colette, or me, they're empaths. They're sensitive. You know, they got these yeah, big hearts. They want to make a difference. They must be careful to not fall into rabbit holes. That's another one. And to be independent in a seven year, right? Like your power back. It's work within. Colette, you got to do work on the inside. It is not outside you. Work within. Yeah. You know, the seven energy says, no, stop looking for answers outside you. It's within. So do the meditation, mm -hmm. do the yoga, do anything, do affirmations, anything that gives you more of a center, get in touch with your core, live inside your body. You know, most of us just don't live in our right. body. And 2023 mm -hmm. says, no, you got to get back to you. Yeah. I love that. Let's talk about 2024. So we go through 2023. We know the environment's going to be a big conversation. We know that we have to be um, autonomous when it comes to what we allow, you know, to come yes. in, et cetera, to say, no, I'm not going to engage in these That's things, right. et cetera. So then let's look at the eight year. So what does the eight year bring us collectively in 2024? Now, 2024, when you break that down, two plus zero plus two plus four is eight. Eight is about money. So I wonder... To say what what is that? 
this is what I would tell you. It can be extreme. It means making lots of money or losing lots of money. Right. But the good news about eight, because it is got those two perfect circles, no matter how, if you're on the wrong track, you can flip it. Yep. Just remember, I got two circles here. I don't have to live in this one. A- example, conflict. If you're fighting with somebody and you're dealing with double eight energy or the eight energy, you can say, I don't have to do this. I can reverse course. I can change this. I can bring peace back. That's great. Because it's a funny thing about when we get in an argument, the minute two people yell, you both lost. You have both lost. So you got to stop. So if they're going with the yell, you go to a calm place. And remember that the eight invites it. It is about political change. And again, I see that reflected throughout the world. Right. 2024 is about people deciding what matters most, you know? And again, if you talk to me about the energy we're dealing with now, this is a time to step back. When we jump into 2024, it's a time to speak up, but be clear on who you're talking to. It's about choosing your words, Colette. Right. That's another one. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I believe healers will thrive in that cycle because people will be looking Mm -hmm. to feel better and they're not going to quite necessarily know how to do it themselves. Like books will be great. Like, I don't know if you plan on writing another book, but it would be a smart thing to do because that is the shift that's taking place. Actually, interestingly enough, in 2024, it's the first Oracle deck with all my own art. Wow. So it is, yeah. So it's very, very much a different message and it's, channeled, you know, I get all these beings or portraits of these beings that I've been seeing. And uh, they're very like kind of star people that have come through. So I've painted them all. So that's when it comes out is 2024 in that eight year. And then consider this for you. If you're a two, and we know that your natural match category is two, four, eight, look at that energy. Two, two, four is in that year. It adds up to eight. Yeah. So there's something about you coming into your own in a different way. That makes sense. That's so because, true. But it's completely yeah. to so match true. you. You see? So that's a blessing. And I will say, people ask, well, what matters? Personal year cycles. We all have cycles that we go through each year. It's important to learn what cycle are you in. Mm-hmm. But in your case, like if I were a two life path, a master number 11 two, and I knew 2024 had all that energy that invites me it's like shine. You know, you finally, you get to shine in a way that's different, but you actually, it's almost like you've come into your own. Like here you've had this big career, but something in you shifted enough to go, nope, this is what I, this is really what I want you to have. And this really is me. Yeah. That's that. It. Yeah, it is too. It's the first time it's completely yeah. me. It took two years to make, but anyway. We're going to pull a card now together to see if there's a subject that the uh, Wooniverse wants us to talk about. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm picking from the Oracle of the Seven Energies, the Seven Years. Yes. Right? yes. <laughs> and we're going to see if there's anything that we can talk about here that relates to numerology and that could help our listeners. Um, ears wide open. And it's actually, the card is number 33. Ooh, I love that. Right. So I'm just going to let you riff off of that. Well, okay. Double three. I mean, I am going to jump to say, remember, energy is always talking to the people that are pulling cards. Like it could be a message for all of us, but it's always those people. I am literally a double three in numerology, right? That's a (laughs) fact. I was born on a three day. I'm a three life path. So what is double three? It is considered natural counselor. Like giving advice is easy. 
Mm-hmm. It is performer. Meryl Streep is double three. Look at look at her. She re- reinvents herself over and over, can do any role. That's what it's saying. That's so great. Double three means where's the laughter? Where's the fun? If it gets too heavy, you got to bring the laughter and the fun back in. That's what double three invites us to do. It's really good energy. I love yeah. that. Did you say it was called wide open? The card is actually about listening. Yeah. Tell me about the card. It's called ears, ears I wide love open. That. So it's about listening to the message of the double three. Yeah. And, That's and so good. it's lighter. See, double three means be in the moment. Uh, you know, the times that we get depressed, it's always when we're worried about yesterday or tomorrow. It's never today. Mm-hmm. So True the double story. three says, no, be in the moment. And if you're in the moment, you will experience the magic. That's what that is. Oh, I love that. We're going to take a little break now. And when we come back, we are going to switch gears and enter another dimension of the universe, the tea time after party. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. Glennis, we're going to switch gears now and travel into another dimension of the universe called the Tea Time After Party, a place where we kick up the fun. And we're going to bring on the executive producer of Inside the Universe, Connie Deletti. Hello. Hey, Connie. <laughs> Hello. I'm going to let you ask the first question. Okay. We're going to pick some fun questions for you, Glennis. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm going to ask you this. As a teenager... Did you have a teen actor or actress crush? I have been in love with Tom Cruise as long as I can remember. <laughs> I am his his latest movie. Wasn't it good? Uh, you have a Tom Cruise story? <gasps> yes, oh, sure. we always love a Tom Cruise story. Well, we can have a Tom Cruise story. <laughs> uh, I know people who know him personally. I my mother's dear friend was the teacher of her his two adopted kids back in the day. He was the one who picked them up every day. Not Nicole. It was always Tom. But it, my husband knows I have a mad crush, so Charlie is always getting me the major <laughs> posters of every movie. Like, if you walk in my office, you drop Amazing. and go, really, Glennis? Like, if I interview someone, I'd say, what are your thoughts on Tom Cruise? <laughs> I'm telling you, my whole life, that's the one. Tom Cruise. What was the movie that, like, really was locked well, in for you? a few good men knocked me out, but I, I just, you know, growing up and yeah. watching his work, I, my husband, there's some flavor to Charlie that reminds me of Tom or why would I fall in love, right? I mean, let's be honest. When you have your first crush, you already know what you like, (laughs) you know? And uh, I'll tell you a real compliment. My husband used to be obsessed with like bodybuilding or being more fit. So I have a picture of him in the office from the back. And honey, Carla, who you know, walked in and laughed and go, what are you doing with that Tom Cruise picture? I go, that's Charlie. (gasps) Okay. So, oh my <laughs> God! That's so I manifested that that guy energy. Yes, I okay. love it. And I manifested uh, Vigo Mortensen. I was married to my That's first right. husband, gorgeous Vigo. Right, and I was sitting. I watched GI Jane. I was sitting beside my friend, and I looked up at the screen. I said, "I'm going to marry wow. that guy." She goes, "Are you insane? You're married to Steve." <laughs> I went, "I don't know why wow. I said that, but that guy right there is my husband. I know that's my wow. husband." And sure enough, my husband's a Vigo Mortensen yeah. lookalike. It's too crazy, yeah. right? Wow. Yep. I have a great question for you. If you could live inside of a sitcom or any TV series, which would it be? Wow. Inside of a sitcom? Oh, gosh. Or a TV series. Right. Um, Friends. 
Honestly, friends, cracks me up. I okay. love friends. That's I love one. It's a great one. Because it'd be yeah. so easy for me to be a part of that, like especially at the coffee shop, right? When they go to the coffee shop and do the gossip <laughs> and it. Seinfeld for the same reason. I mean, what I loved about both shows is you really feel like you could jump right in, right? With this group of people right. because of the chemistry. And then what would I do in the series? I'd run the numbers. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm like, you guys are toxic. You shouldn't be together. But I could see me in a sitcom in that energy. That's yeah, funny. That's what I would do. If you could be wildly successful in any other profession, what would you choose? Okay, now that's interesting. Honestly, <laughs> the numbers lighting through and through, and here's the why of it. Way back up, what I originally wanted to be, I thought, okay, I'm going to be an actress, you know, because I'm a natural actress. I mean, I did Seinfeld, by the way. Very curious. Yeah, I did. It was yes, called The Secretary. Yes. That's the episode I was in. People should look it up. I'm I can't remember the up. season, but it was called oh, The wow. Secretary, and I played an angry New Yorker. What a stretch. <laughs> right? <laughs> But here's my point. Yes. I thought, oh, I'll be a performer because then I'm going to teach people to realize, you know, whatever they want to achieve, it's possible. In other words, my message was identical to what I am. And then I remember thinking, <laughs> but I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to be a writer. I am all of that from this career. So you are. Honestly. Yes, you are. I am wow. the numbers lady created by me, right? Uh, using yep. every drop of my gift. Now, what would I like to do? kick it up a notch if I could reach millions of people that's what I want to reach but otherwise super content in what I do yeah I love that answer because it's so true you have done all of those things and more and more and what is something you can do better and not numbers um that than anyone else you know <laughs> affirmations honey I, af- I was talking about oh, that. Okay. Affirmations. affirmations when i do them i'm gonna throw some at you right now that i was doing yesterday oh and okay. I, i'm gonna tell you some yes. powerful <laughs> affirmations first but here we go okay let's do if it if i say abundance is my divine right i'm healthy wealthy and loved abundance is my divine right i'm healthy wealthy and loved well i was chanting that sucker for like normally i was to do it 15 minutes no i went 45 minutes 45 minutes and honestly i got a call and made like three thousand bucks on something out of nowhere and then i was chanting some more and shipping because you have a small business they had raised the shipping fees yeah. which was so upsetting because the holidays you know i deal with big holiday yeah. seasons and then boom i'm chanting i get a letter saying you know what we've changed the prices we fought you're gonna get them all reduced and i'm not kidding <laughs> oh my so, god yeah, Incredible. Wow. that is my passion <laughs> as much as universe. yes it is i love that i love that connie okay let's see if you could be any supernatural creature what would you be oh gosh a supernatural creature Hmm. It's funny. I went right to the dragon, which is a funny thing, right? I just okay. a, you know, oh, wait, I'll tell you what I would love to be. I would want to be the one who rescues people. You know, when we talk about a superhero, when I see injustice, if a man tries to hit a woman, if I could show up and punch his face and send him flying, I'd be the happiest person in the world. If someone was okay. going to try to hurt a little kid and I stopped it, or an old person, little old person be, you know, they grab a purse and I got them. Oh, this would be my dream come true if I could save the day again and again. Yes. I love it. 
Okay, I'm the last one I'm going to ask. What song best describes your life, Glennis? A song that describes my life? Oh, um, oh, okay. Ready? Out of the tree of life, I just picked me a plum. Remember that? And then, um, yeah. Yes, beautiful song. The, song. Yes. the best is yet to come. That song. Yeah, that song right. knocks me out. That's beautiful. And it is true. Like, I always think when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, thank you, Heavenly Father, for a new day, but also a chance to do it better and touch more lives. Like, it's that, yep. so I always think the best is yet to come. I never think it's behind me. I always think it's ahead of me, in front of me. Yeah. Oh, what a great song. And you are such an inspiration, Glennis. I just love you so much. To learn more about Glennis and all of her offerings, you can visit her at numberslady.com. And as always, you can find a transcript of this episode, quotes, all the links, and so much more on our show notes page. Go to itwpodcast.com or click the link in this episode's description. Glennis, thank you so much for joining us today. This was such a treat. Well, thank you for having me. It was so much fun, Colette. Always so much fun with you. So what did we learn today? Well, we sure learned that numbers are real and they work as they're a system and everybody listening needs to go get Glynis Has Your Number to learn more about numerology. It's pretty amazing. Anyway, thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Colette Baron-Reed. Be well. Time to share the way we love. Become the ones we're dreaming of Inside the Wooniverse is a production of Wooniversal Network Studios. Thanks to our recording engineer, Chris Dupuy, executive producer, Connie Deletti, story editor, Julie Fink, and post-production audio by Lonnie Carmichael. Original theme music written and performed by Michael Seifert at Summa Recording. Original music Truth Begins is by Colette Baron-Reed and Eric Ross. And all other music you hear in this episode is courtesy of APM Music. If you love what you are hearing and want to keep up to date on episode releases, bonus content, and prize giveaways, please visit us at itwpodcast.com. Also, we'd really appreciate a woo-tastic review on Apple or Spotify. So please subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you join us next time for another episode on Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast brought to you from the corner of Fringe and Mirror.